All right, guys. Hey, we're going to try to be as quick as possible this morning. As we get going here, I'm going to go ahead. I know you're eating. That's that's great. Uh, we've got a couple of tents up here. If you want to come get under one of these over here, uh, buy the truck. Just make yourself as dry as possible. If it gets really, really raining, we'll, we'll shut things down. But uh, I feel like it's a, a good time to get in the Word together today. Uh, everybody's attention real real quick just a couple of dates i want to give you december the 17th i know you're having taco salad right now but you want to be here december 17th my friends at maya mexican restaurant are coming they're bringing delicious authentic mexican food very very good stuff best folks uh best mexican food in all of birmingham and even better people so uh be here for that and then christmas eve december the 24th have our big christmas gathering everybody that comes in the parking lot receives a new pair of shoes and another gift of your choice uh so want to be here with that uh, update on this just real quick. Uh, if you weren't here last week or if you were, you know uh, we lost our brother Dwayne last week. Also, uh, Daryl um, knew Dwayne better than I did Daryl. Um, loved, loved them both and grateful for the opportunity to um, have ministered to them and with them here. Uh, first time this has happened other than our, our brother country was able to do uh, a funeral service for him uh, but checked in with the folks at Jefferson County this week and although it won't be a funeral where I can bring all of you guys uh, I wished it was that way uh, they are going to let me go to the county burial and say a few words over our brother and here's why I mentioned that I want you to know and I pray that it's a long time from now but if anybody out here is ever in that spot i want you to know i'm gonna fight to be able to to do that and to honor your life uh and most importantly honor what christ has done for us so pray for us on that and and just think of that that'll be wednesday uh that they lay Dwayne to rest but hey we know where he's at and i believe he trusted in the lord and so we're uh, we're good with that all right. Well, I want to try to be as brief as possible, but also just super excited about this passage, a very, very good one. Uh, the last few weeks in Matthew have been a string of healings. If you've been here, Jesus finished the Sermon on the Mount. And if you remember, he comes down, a leper is waiting on him. There's the centurion servant. Then last week, Peter's mother-in-law. And then they also brought many people to Jesus, those that needed healing from demonic possession, those that needed healing from various diseases. Uh, we don't know all those. We just know sick and hurting. And then today, after these healings, I want to talk to you about the word cost. I'm Southern. You may not have picked that word up. C-O-S-T, the cost of something. All right. As we pray, I want you to do this. I want you to count the cost of following Jesus. So we're going to read this scripture and uh, I pray that we would be a group that would count the cost on following Jesus. So pray with me real, real quick and we'll read the word and talk just a few moments. Father, we love you. We thank you. We pray that you'd be with us this morning. I pray that each and every person here, while grace is free, uh, would still count the cost of following you, Jesus. And so speak to our hearts where you need to this morning. We pray and we ask it in Jesus name. Amen. All right, so I'm going to read Matthew chapter 8, starting at verse 18. It says, Now when Jesus saw a crowd around him, he gave orders to go to the other side. And a scribe came up and said to him, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. 
Another of the disciples said to him, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. And Jesus said to him, follow me and leave the dead to bury their own dead. All right. So verse 18, Jesus, it says, sees a crowd and then he gives orders, go to the other side. Can I just stop for one second? I want to give you a side note here. Sometimes it's okay to withdraw. All right. Think about that. Sometimes in life, it's okay to withdraw. Jesus did and he was the savior of the world. So I'm going to assure you, sometimes we need time away from the crowds. Not always because we're built for family and relationship, but sometimes a withdrawal is necessary. All right. A scribe comes to him, that is a religious leader, and comes up to him and says this, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. I was thinking about this and I said, how awesome would that be that a religious leader of the day, a teacher of the law, this person that, you know, drew the ooh and ahs of the crowd, if he comes up and he's now a follower of Christ, what does this do to expand the message? He comes up and says, teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. Can you imagine the fallout of a religious leader, one that is in charge, going up to Jesus, bending the knee and says, I will follow you wherever you go. But there's only one problem here. Jesus knows the heart. All I can say is I don't think this was a true follow request. I believe it was for maybe notoriety, maybe to see the show, maybe to follow along and to trap Jesus. I don't know, but I know when someone sincerely wants to follow Jesus, he has a desire for that to happen. I know that was Jesus' desire here, but he knew the heart of the individual. And so the request to follow him was, uh, okay, you want to follow me? Well, how about this? This is what Jesus says. He says, well, foxes have holes, birds have nests. I have nothing, basically. In other words, Jesus is saying, are you sure about that? This teacher of the law, this scribe comes up to him and says, I want to follow you. I will follow you wherever you go. And in modern English, Jesus says, are you really sure about that? In other words, count the cost here because this isn't going for glamour here. It's not health and wealth. This isn't build your own kingdom or draw a crowd. We're calling people into a covenant lordship and it will cost you. Maybe your modern comfort, maybe even more. This wasn't Jesus saying he couldn't follow. He was simply telling him it won't be as easy as you think. You can follow me. You, you are more than welcome to follow. But just before you really go that step further where you're saying, I will follow you wherever you go, you need to understand I don't have a place to lay my head, to call my own. Imagine that, the creator of the world. And some of you get that, right? You say, man, I, I can relate to that, right? He, he says, foxes have holes, birds have nests, and the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. And then another one of his disciples, well, I'll go, but let me first go and bury my father. It seems like a, a pretty, you know, reasonable request, right? Like we, we love to honor people. We just talked about our brother on that, like that we love to honor people in that way. And that sounds like a great thing, but here's the possibility. He may have even been talking about a father that hasn't even died yet. He's just saying, let me, let me get all my affairs in order. Let me get everything straight. Let me get my family in order here. And then one day I will follow you when everything lines up perfectly for me to do that. And maybe some out here today are feeling the same. Well, let me get all my ducks in a row. And then one day I will follow you wherever you want me to go. And Jesus says the same. Are you sure about that? 
I mean, are you sure about that? In fact, he, he gets to the point, and I thought maybe it's a little harsh for you, Jesus, to say this. And maybe it did to that disciple that day too. But he says this, follow me and leave the dead to bury their own dead. But again, what we need to remember is Jesus knows the heart. He could see right through it. He knew where this person's heart was, where their uh, compassion lied, where their you know, uh, motivation lied. And so here's the deal. With Jesus, we get compassion. With Jesus, we get unending reckless love. We get forgiveness. We get grace. We get mercy and compassion and grace upon grace. But let me tell you this, it costs. And this morning you say, well, Keith, I've been out here a long time and you've talked about that this grace is free, right? The gift of Jesus is free. All we have to do is accept it and now you're telling me it costs. Can everybody look this way one second? Everybody look this way one second. The grace of Jesus is free, but it costs. Now, I know that sounds like it maybe doesn't go together, right? You say, well, if it's free, it's free. It is absolutely free for you to grasp right now, but it will cost you something. You don't have to pay for it, but it will cost. Just hang with me. Grace is free, but it costs. It's a free gift, absolutely free, no strings attached, but you must count the cost because while it is free, it does cost. I want to read this from Luke chapter 9. And it says this, And he said to all, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses or forfeits himself? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words of him will the Son of Man be ashamed when it comes in his glory and the glory of the Father and the holy angels. Take up his cross daily and follow me. Can I say this real quick? A cross back then was not a t-shirt. A cross back then was not a tattoo. A cross back then was not a necklace. A cross back then was not a fashion statement. It was an instrument of death. You see, I stand here this morning, look, I got a little cross on. It goes with me everywhere. I've got a cross tattooed on my left shoulder. That would have been just pure insanity back in the day. In fact, it would be just like if, I, if you saw me walking around, you saw me with a shirt off first, it would be scary. But secondly, if you saw me with like, say, an electric chair tattooed on my arm, walking around with an electric chair pendant, you say, that's a little creepy. That's an instrument of death. What are you doing? You see, but for us, the cross is a glorious thing. But back then, when Jesus is speaking with followers and he says, pick up your cross, here's what they immediately thought. You talking about the cross where the thieves are hanging naked for all the world to see as they walk by? You talking about the cross that it says, cursed is a man that dies, but even more so the one that dies upon a tree? You talking about take up your cross daily? Every day I got to take up the cross? That's what he's saying here is every day that if you want to be a true follower, if you want to count the cost and you want to be one of the people that go to Jesus and say, I will follow you wherever you go. He said, you got to die every day. You got to die every day to self. Less of you and more of me. That's what you're signing up for. It's not just about salvation, right? It is a daily, daily thing. The message says it this way, and I'll close with this and get us out of here as dry as possible. 
The message shares this verse about daily following him. It says this, then he told them what they could expect for themselves. So if you want to know, what can I expect from following Jesus? Anyone who intends to come with me has to let me lead. You're not in the driver's seat. I am. Don't run from suffering. Embrace it. Follow me and I'll show you how. Self-help is no help at all. Self-sacrifice is the way, my way, to finding yourself, your true self. What good would it do to get everything you want and lose you, the real you? I want you to think about it. Eugene Peterson in the message says it this way, and that's a you know more modern paraphrase, if you will. But think about that, that you could gain everything you want. In other words, if you have a list that if I just had a good job, if I just had this much money in an account, if I just had that relationship or this relationship, everything would be perfect. What does it matter to get everything you want but lose the real you? I want to tell you this, close with this. The real you is meant to be a son or daughter of the king. And you can. It is free, but it will cost. I pray that you give over to that free grace and I pray that you count the cost and I pray that it's one of those things that we as a group of believers can say, I will die to myself every day and live for you. Do you pray with me this morning? Father, we thank you for this day. I know rough weather. I know going through this quick this morning, but I pray that you still speak to hearts. I pray that you help us to count the cost, even though even those of us that have already given our hearts and life to you to follow you, that we continue daily to count the cost of following you, Jesus. Help us to live more about you than we do ourselves. And in doing so, help us to find the real us, the us that is meant to be sons and daughters, made possible through Jesus. It is free, but it will cost. Help us to count the cost this week and choose willing to serve and follow you. We love you. We pray your blessings over everyone here this morning. We pray and we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.